Boom, No Jumper, the coolest podcast in the world, man. And I'm in here right now with my main man, Sharp. Yes, sir. Yeah, we in the building, man. And we here. the great Teddy Tarantino, man. Yo, Teddy, yo, yo, man. what up, what up? Man, I Let's swear, I, I want to say like this is Quentin Tarantino's family, man. I am, bro. I'm related, bro. I might be. <laughs> it's got to be somewhere down the line, man, because yeah, yeah. that last name is... What's your favorite Tarantino movie? Oh, man, to be real... I would have to say the hateful eight. The hateful eight. I like that one. I thought it was like slow and anticlimactic. I thought I it was like, like it was one. beautiful, but I'm a reservoir dog. dogs. You should yeah. be like a a a movie review guy. I like how you yeah, just bro, broke I'm a that movie down. Guy, and, bro. And, yeah, I'm a movie you guy. You should do movie yeah. reviews. I'm, I do movies. Uh, yeah, I'll be yeah. reviewing them. Yeah, you do. You do crazy yeah. movies. Man. I do crazy movies. Yeah, yeah. I do yeah. crazy movies, but um, I love real movies. Yeah. So. We're not, we're we not going to start right there. We're going we're gonna, to uh, slow roll things. Yes, you know sir. what I'm yes, saying? Sir. Not Jackrabbit. <laughs> so look, man, uh, where you come from? I'm born and raised in Davie, Florida. Still live there. My, that's my hometown. Is that Broward County? Broward County, yeah, yeah. Oh, Broward you County. out there with Kodak Black. I love Kodak. Snipers, huh? Yes, sir. Kodak lives in Pompano, but yeah, it's Broward County. Yeah, I know. Yeah. As I said, Pompano, yeah. it's like, what's that, east, I mean, west, I live out west. Yeah, I live west. Where, where is Pompano? Pompano's east, east but east, it's like yeah. 25 minutes north of Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, I'm not, I, I've yeah. been through So you there. got Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Pompano, I've been through Pompano a couple of times, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There ain't nothing With really With them there. 1800s? Yeah. Yeah, man. But other than that, uh, you What's play? that like? Pompano? Out there? No, I'm saying for you. For me? Up, yeah, in Broward. I mean, it's all I really know, and it's like I live like in the nice part of Broward. So it's like mm -hmm. you got Fort Lauderdale, and then you have like, like little pockets of hoods, like Lauderdale, and, and then you have like the outskirts where I live like 25 minutes out. So like people have like big properties. People used to have horses back in the day. There's like there'll be a trailer park, and then like a million dollar homes right next door. Like it's pretty diverse out there. Oh, so a lot of like football players live out west and like celebrities or whatever because they don't want to be in Miami with all that. Yeah, so out west is kind of like I used to. Kind of like LA. People to, live on the outskirts of LA. I lived out there for five, six months. Everybody yeah, yeah. was like living in Fort Lauderdale yeah. and those new communities and all that stuff. Yeah, like I just love then. Florida, bro. I'm just like a yeah. like the Florida man. Yeah, like, the Florida just man. Me, you know, just surfboarder. Nah, yeah, I don't yeah, surf. Yeah. Do I, used to, I used to skate. Do you think that uh, you don't leave Florida because that's where you're comfortable at? I mean. It's where you know everything. I just, like I love, like, what Florida has. So it's, like, I love, like, the weather. I love, like, the females. I love, like, I go to the beach. I love that don't close. Like, I didn't even know in other in other states that closed at 2, like, or 12 or something. Yeah, like, for sure. Like, even Vegas. I would go to Vegas. That should be dead at 2 o'clock. I'd be like, that's supposed to be, like, Sin City. Sometimes. Yeah. It just A depends lot of, on the time you go. Miami is open every single day, 24-7. So it goes. No, so it's but it's, like, really but open. Like, like that like, no, you still Vegas you still, is open, bro. Yeah, it I is, like but it's not way listen, Vegas listen. and Miami is two different vibes, so I've lived in Vegas for a long uh -huh. time. You can wake up at 3 in the morning and go get into some shit. Yeah. Like, you wake up, there's after hours that don't open till one mm -hmm. thirty. That's two, two different vibes, yeah. man. You got I Miami. Know. I haven't spent that much time in Vegas, so maybe I, I don't Miami know it that is well. More, that's, but, exactly. But Miami, damn near half Tijuana. Like, that's like some, some yeah. South American. Miami there, is bro. way more cracking than Vegas, bro. Like I think it's crazy. Vegas is more like inside casino, pool party. Mm -hmm. Miami is outside. Crazy, uh, bro. You clubs got space, go crazy. Bro. You got people. The stars at, at that come through there at, at one time. Vegas is do crazy. the same.
You have to think about it, bro. They got full-blown residencies there. There's people mm -hmm. that come there that perform strictly just in Vegas. You know what no, I'm saying? So I, it's, I'm not. I'm not gonna say that I'm it's crazier than Vegas, Vegas, but. I just know Florida. I've stayed and, 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 out by the and, and when though. I've gone to Vegas, it's been like boring. It's been like you didn't know at two o'clock the hotel's dead. I'm I walking out, but you trying to be at I the hotel. Miami for yeah, two, I, three months. I stayed in Miami for two, three months. Sent my Aston down there, everything. Uh -huh. Got the full experience. I was ready to go in two months, bro. Your Aston? I was ready. Yes, Aston, Aston Martin down there, everything. Like I got the full blown you experience. A car guy? I didn't rent, yeah, I didn't rent no cars. Mm -hmm. I didn't do nothing. I went down there. I stayed in the Fountain Blue for like two and a half months. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. Go down the street, go to, uh, what's that joint up over there? Tootsies. tootsies. Go to Tootsies. Yeah. Like that. Like, on, cool. I, I, the food is over, better. I go over to 11. That's uh -huh. cool. You know what I'm saying? The, like, it's the straight. The food is better. I, I, I don't the go out. The clubs are but. better. The, the, the ass shaking is a little bit mm -hmm. better. And I feel like it's, I, I don't know. Vegas is more I'll take those pros. Yeah, I'll take yeah, those yeah, pros yeah, and cons yeah, yeah, of that, yeah, right? Yeah. Of the mm -hmm. But and then the water the city, right there. Overall, like these two cities stay open. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's the same. Open. I was yeah, saying but, two different vibes. But you got to say one thing. Vibes. Outside of the strip, there ain't nothing going you on. You ain't never been around with nobody that move around there to know. Yeah, maybe you're right. You maybe got you're it. Right. That, yeah, yeah, I can't agree with that. I can't agree with that. Maybe you're right. Nothing else besides South Beach. They're going to be like, that's just because you ain't moved with nobody that's really from around here. That's why I say, would you ever, because I'd have moved out of my comfort zone. Would you ever like move out of yours? Because it seems like Florida is your comfort zone. Like you ain't really, really ever stepped outside of that other than visiting places. Yeah, I don't know. I would if I felt like it was a business thing. Like if I could make more money in another state and there was something for me to do like you business to wise Cali, you know that hell no you got the move to Cali no, no bro I love guns I love where, guns too much to be you can here, bring bro. them with you you got a whole different license <laughs> no you can't you're not, not licensed really yet? no it's yeah, so hard to get can. a license out here no you can bring them with you if you have your oh you can bring them but it's like you can't there. really yeah. I don't know bro in Florida I just feel like I got my guns. I got my cars. I'm saying. I got cars. Like, I hate the traffic here. You got to take risks. So you you mentioned, like, uh, well, we're not even going to get into that yet. So, all right, your life, did you play sports or anything? Nah, bro, I hate sports. I'm saying, you hate sports? That's bro, I, people think that's crazy, but, like, growing up, I, like, skated. And, and then, like, when I started playing sports, I was so bad at them. Like, if there's just something, like, I can't catch a football. I can't hit a baseball. So, I can't uh, shoot a hoop. Like, I just wasn't good at them, bro. Like, I just couldn't couldn't pick it up. And I just didn't care about it. Yeah. And people are like, bro, they'll kill to win, you know? Yeah. And I was like, bro, if you really want to win, like, I'm just trying to eat Hot Pockets after this. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, I ain't, so, it ain't that serious. So, but, um, go but, ahead, but that's probably, like, the beginning of me feeling like that, like I'm not good at anything. Like, I don't have a thing. Like, most kids have something. They either like art, they like sports, they like some shit, you know? Like, I never had nothing. And that's why I, I gravitated to drugs because that's, when when I started doing drugs, that's what I was. Gonna it was like into. somebody picking up like like Tiger Woods picking up a golf club for the first time. So you say you gravitated at, uh, to drugs? Is that why? Because you weren't good at anything? Did it cause some type of depression? What led you? And, and what age? And what drugs mm -hmm. were you on? So the first time I ever drank, I was probably like in second grade, and I was just like at a family party and like. I just always wanted to do what the adults were doing, bro. Like, I just didn't want to be in, like, the kids' room doing what the kids were doing. Like, when I saw the kids drinking and partying and having fun, that's what I wanted to do. Even at second grade, no one gave me a drink. I literally walked over to the wine coolers and started drinking the wine coolers. And then when I got drunk, everyone thought it was funny. Like, oh, bro, this kid got into the wine coolers. 
And then, like, all the kids my age were, like, in the other room, like, sleeping or playing video games. Like, I thought that was corny. And then um, fourth grade, cigarettes, fifth grade, weed, seventh grade, On coke. a consistent basis, cigarettes, or you, you yeah, slip water nah. to there? I mean, I would smoke cigarettes from, like, fourth grade to, like, seventh grade say, here and there. What a, yeah, here and there, but what is I was consistent probably after seventh grade. Yeah, okay. Seventh grade, I was smoking a yeah, pack because I was smoking weed to fourth grade, so I Yeah, I mean, I was, I no, I was smoking right weed that. from fifth grade till ninth grade or eighth grade. I was smoking weed consistently every yeah, single day. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So it's like— Well, actually, in seventh grade, I stopped— to mm -hmm. focus on sports, and I only smoke on the weekends. Yeah, I mean, sports is is the number one thing that keeps kids out of trouble. Yeah, that's what my fucking. So it's like I never had that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like to me, it's like partying and fucking off and shit. That was the shit that I wanted to do, and I only stopped smoking weed because I got arrested and had to start getting drug tested. And if you drug test, weed is the worst drug to do. So I just started figuring out what drugs come out your system longer. Or, or shorter, and that was okay, coke. Was yeah, so Kate, coke comes out in like twenty four hours. So I just started doing coke, and then the margins with coke were so good that it's like, damn, I should just be selling coke. Yeah. So that's kind of how that happened. So you went from coke, and then where did you learn how to cook the coke and smoke <laughs> it? So like, so if I give you like a backstory, like seventh grade, like I'm hanging out with like people in high school, I'm going to parties. You know, even though I'm like 12, 13, I'm driving. Like, I love cars. I've always been driving. No one taught me how to drive. Like, you know, I was just one of them kids. You Like, I'm sure we all grew up with someone like this kid was just off the chain. I was just off the chain. And um, later on, I got into weed. And then when I got arrested, I got into coke. And then when you're selling coke, you know, you just start meeting different. Like, when you start doing coke, you start meeting people who sell other illegal drugs. And I remember my boy was like, yo, come to this crack house. This dude wants to buy fire yay and he'll cook it. And I remember being like, cook it? Like, what are you talking about, bro? You know, and the first time I went there, I was probably 14 years old. And uh, in the hood, green pool, no furniture, no lights, people walking around with candles. And I, I used to think I was a player. Like, back then, like, I was going to nightclubs. I used to wear, like, fancy clothes. Like, I had all the bitches. Like, I thought I was the man. And when I went there, I'm like, what, like, why the fuck are we at a crack house, bro? And I remember I went there, and this dude was like, yo, this is my boy. He's the one with the fire powder. And I remember they call it, like, hard and soft. That's the yeah. first time I heard soft. Yeah. And I was like, like, soft? You know, what's that? And then this dude, I sold him a little bag, and he did, like, a little line, and he was, like, impressed. He was like, damn, bro, yeah, this is, this is like, that real fire. Dope. That's yeah. that hood, though. I remember he said, like, this is that premium powder, because, like, I was pretty snobby about, like, Coke. I wouldn't just do any type of Coke. And then he cooked it and smoked it. And when I saw this man smoke crack for the first time, I was 14 years old. I looked at him and I said, I would never in my life do that shit. So you 14 years old running around with a bunch of blow. Yeah. I mean, when I say a bunch, in my mind, I thought I was young Jeezy. Like, in my mind, I was like. You had like, to have enough for him to want to go and cook that shit down. Yeah. Man. yeah. You know I mean, I, 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 I would you, have like a quarter. I was, it, like I was a probably copping a quarter. I would you cop could a, cook quarter. a quarter. Though. You could yeah. Cook you could cook a crumb, yeah, yeah, bro. I've seen people cook, cook a fucking I, yeah, little thing yeah, on a spoon. I've seen crackheads cook yeah. themselves real quick. But it's just like the dope man was looking for some fire. Yay. This is how the story started. A quarter. You got to think a quarter. Like, nigga brought over an eighth. They put that shit together. A quarter. A quarter. A quarter. Quarter break down into like twenty rocks though. Yeah, well, 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 well I thought it was gonna be pissed because if it's pure. Yeah, no, I'm saying if you cook and you get a quarter, you twenty five like dubs. Mm -hmm. You probably get twenty dubs about that. Well, I thought it was gonna be pissed else, because so when he cooked a little bit smaller. on the spoon, so I remember he put it on the spoon. He put some baking soda on it. He heated up with the lighter, mm -hmm. and then he got the torch. He had like a torch. He hit it up with a torch, and then he put it on a on a on a 
a some block ice, of ice, some ice, and he and he cooled it down. We were and free base. <laughs> yeah, and then like a little piece came out, and I was like, "Damn, he's gonna be mad." And he smoked that little piece, and I was like, oh, "Like you just bought a gram of coke to get a little crumb of crack, you know?" And I remember he smoked it, and he was like, "Bro, this is fire." And I remember I looked at him, and I was like, "I'll never do that shit. You got me fucked up. Like I'm not smoking crack. Like why am I here?" And I would just I went there a couple times, and like. The first time you go to a crack house, it's weird. The second time, it's more normal. The third time, it is what it is. And I think it was the fourth time I was there, I got skimped on a bag, and I was coming down. And there was this old guy, and he had like, dude, this guy had no teeth, 40 years old, homeless man. He was in the crack house. And I remember I was like, yo, you want a line? And he was like, does the bear shit in the woods? And I didn't know what that meant. I was 14 years old. I was like, I don't know, dude. Did you want a line? And he did a line. And then when I ran out, he still had some crack. And he was like, you want to hit this? And I remember I was like, does the bear shit in the woods? Yeah. And I smoked crack for the first time at 14 years old. And the first time I smoked crack, I knew I would struggle with this for the rest of my life. It was for, great I, like that? I, I knew I would never buy powder ever again. And I never did. And I smoked crack for the next three years. That's crazy. So from mm -hmm. 14 to 17. Chasing ear ringers. Chasing ear ringers, bro. Mm -hmm. When that shit fucking mm -hmm. rings, that fucking train comes. Mm -hmm. Bro, you go into another <laughs> dimension, bro. Like, bro, while I was smoking crack, it was smoked crack. good. No, shit no, smoked. It, it, that shit take you to another it. place. I, I seen it. I've sold it. I've had family members around it. Uh -huh. like, and when I was tried a lot of drugs, it, it was dying. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, crack died out, bro. Like, there's so many other drugs and shit I mean, that, that shit's still popping right now. But no, for, <laughs> yeah. for sure, you know? But I'm just saying, it's not like how the crack game was really yeah. hitting. It was popping. It was popping. But let me tell you something. You go to any hood in America... And nine times out of ten, you ask for dope, they're selling you crack. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, you can't buy all these other drugs on the corner. They're selling crack 24-7 in every single hood, or they're selling fentanyl or some type of opiate. Those are the for two sure. drugs that run for the market. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Well, the opiates took over. Like, it, that's it, all I'm saying. Yeah, it's crystal meth and, so, and, and opiates. So let me tell you crystal something. Crystal the new crack. Yeah, that's the new yeah. crack because it keeps you up long. A month later, I got addicted to opiates at 14. Oh, you so you so a month later, me. so it's like crack was a full time job. Like when you're addicted to crack, it's like hmm. it's like it, it's so mental. It's crazy. Like obviously opiates are like physical, but the mental addiction with crack. Like if I think about it long enough, I can taste it. I haven't smoked crack in 15 years. If I think about it long enough, I can taste crack. That's crazy. You know what I mean? What's so it's the, like what, what's I, the I have taste? I have tastes like coke. Uh, but it smelled like burnt rubber. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you got to burn the copper. Like you gotta burn, like there's a drawer in my house that got painted with like a Nassitar or something. I don't know, like some type of paint thinner. Yeah, and, and when I open the drawer, like it gives me flashbacks. Yeah, Still yeah, today, I don't like even open brick, that drawer. Right? I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck was in this drawer, bro? You know? <laughs> so it's like, tilt, like, that's how much crack mess with you, bro. Like, people underestimate how hardcore a drug can take somebody. So, how old are you now? 32. So fifteen years. I got clean. fifteen years clean. I clean at seventeen. So what was your mission after you got clean, bro? To not use for one day. So it's like people think like you get clean and then you just get like a fucking idea of like starting a biz or something. Like my first year clean, I wanted to get high every single day. So yeah. for one year, I was still like, fuck, should I get high? Should I get high? Should I get high? I'm gonna get high. Someone pisses me off. I need to get high. People are getting high. I'm getting jealous. So it's like, you also have this remorse, like, bro, I'm 17, I can't drink, I can't go to parties, 
I'm never going to have fun again. I'm hanging out at these 12 step meetings with people who are 40, 50 years old. I'm fucking going to a diner with all these people. They're praying before they eat and shit, but I'm so fucking desperate. I'll damn near drink holy water to fucking not do drugs again. Because a lot of people are like, damn, you got clean young. That must've been hard. Like, Nah, bro, like, it was hard for any age, but the thing is that at 17, it's like everyone else my age was just starting to, like, have fun and live their life, bro. Yeah. So Nobody, it's like, for me, I was, was like, just starting to smoke I was like, weed. most drug addicts won't get clean because when you tell them, like, yo, you're going to die, they don't believe you. They're like, nah, they ain't going to die. Yeah. Or you tell them, like, yo, you got a problem. Like, nah, I don't, you can't help no one that doesn't know they got a problem. I knew I had a problem since 14. Yeah. At 14... I'm like, no one was like, yo, you smoke crack? That's really cool. You know, like, at 14, people were like, yo, people would call me. My homeboys that I grew up with, that I was friends with, would call me on speakerphone. And yeah. I didn't know there was other people in the room. And they'd be like, yo, we heard you're smoking crack. And I'd be like, yeah, you know. And everyone started laughing in the whole room. So it's yeah, like, bro, I was the laughing stock of, like, my little town. How I went from make you feel? Man, you just, you know, a part of you is like, yeah, bro, it's funny to you, bro, because you're just walking in and walking out. Like, yeah. like I'm some freak show to you guys. Yeah. Like, this is my fucking life, bro. Yeah. Like, you think I want to be smoking crack? Like, yeah, I, I fucked up. Like, I, I made a lot of bad decisions. Yeah. And it's like, it's crazy because you see people excelling in every area of their life. And you know that if you just were able to get this down, then you'd be right there with them or surpassing them. But the drugs had you by the balls. Oh, bro, it's like. It's like a drill sergeant, bro. Like, bro, when you're addicted to drugs, bro, that shit tells you to march. Hell yeah. That shit tells you to march. You Hell don't even yeah. want to get high. So, like, a real addict doesn't want to use. I yeah. truly believe, like, if you want to use, you're not really an addict. Yeah. But if you're saying, I don't want to get high, and then the next day you get high, like, bro, that's an addiction. That's an addict. That's an addict. That's a brick you know? baby. Yeah, that's a brick baby. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. You already know. It's yeah, shit. so it's like, and the but, thing with opiates, it's like opiates... Opiates could be so, like, let's talk about opiates. So it's like, bro, when I did opiates, I was like, this is the best drug ever. I could leave the house. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was over here smoking popcorn ceiling and hiding in the fucking yeah, closet and shit yeah. and fucking think, seeing people that aren't there. And now I'm doing opiates. Now I could go outside. Now I'm social. Yeah. Now I'm having fun. Now, yeah. bro, you, if you give me opiates and say, yo, we got to paint this fence for eight yeah, hours, I'll it. be Superman, like, let's do it. for sure. Let's You'll be painting it. a so fence hot as fuck, park, feeling like, like 20 bitches are massaging yeah. you. You'd be out there like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know? painting the fuck out yeah, this fence right bro. now. Like, so it's like opiates <laughs> makes you feel good doing like whatever the fuck you're doing, bro. Like it makes everything okay. Someone yeah. could be like, yo, your mom died and you could be high and you could fucking be like, okay, you know. Or you get so used to it that if your mom dies, you know you got to get high to go to the funeral. Yeah, you can't yeah. even handle real life yeah, without real drugs. Life without right. You know, that shit. Real life starts to feel like surgery without anesthesia. Yeah. You know, just waking up without that drug feels like surgery without anesthesia. Yeah. You know, so it's like you get so used to that shit. So what, what, like, so your path was to not do it again. So that led you to... I mean, to I don't want like, yeah, like, so me, you me, got rehab me. centers and shit. Yeah. So I'm trying to get, get yeah. like, how did you get to so, where you, you and, and this is Teddy Tarantino. Yeah. He's a mass porn star. Yes, this sir. is him out of his mask for the first time. Mm -hmm. And he's a fucking rehab mother. Yeah, let's, let's talk Thank about you, it. I appreciate that. So, so one, in my opinion, the only way to really stay clean is to dedicate your life to helping other addicts. It's like the catch 22. Like the more I give, the more I get. And like, bro, that's ingrained and like ingrained in my soul that like I need to help other people because, bro, there was times where I'd be so depressed, so like 
going through it, suicidal, yeah. had no friends. Bro, no one wanted to hang out with me. Clean. Yeah. Bro, I was clean six months. I'd be like yeah. texting people like, what's going on tonight? People just ain't answering me. Like my people would be like, yo, bro. Yo, bro. You know, bro, last time I seen you, you got maced at a concert. You know what I mean? Like, like, bro, you're off the chain, bro. You robbed so like, bro, I would rob everybody. Yeah, getting your face clean after after being like a robber and all that shit. I'm still going through it to the day. Like, certain motherfuckers don't fuck with me because of my past. And everybody got a credit score. No more, Everybody but, but got it a is what it score. is. I respect it because I wouldn't want this uh, that type of person around no millions. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it, it, it be people that that used to lean on me. Now mm-hmm. that they millionaires and they know what I used to yeah. do, but y'all used to want to do the shit too. Mm-hmm. Y'all just didn't have the balls to do the shit. Yeah, for sure. You get what I'm saying now. It's like, oh, you got money, you trying to protect yourself. That makes a motherfucker want to do something mm-hmm. to you. But I've been walking in 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 the right. Path, so yeah. I, I don't even really care what the next man got. And it's gonna as long take as a I while, got so enough to take care of my family and shit, I, I'm cool with that. But you know I me, mean? I'm me. Y'all know yeah. it's me. I, I've been getting money, so I, I'm not gonna never not have money. And it's like, bro, I see you, like, like, bro, I'm a big, I'm a big brick baby fan, bro. Like, I love redemption stories, bro. Like, I love Wallow. Like, I love all these guys who went to prison and like had a, addictions or whatever, and they changed their life because. It shows that, like, you could change your life at any point in time, bro. Like, no one's too far gone, bro. Like, nobody is too far gone no matter what. And it's like, when I first got clean, I had six months clean, and I was complaining. I was like, bro, what's going on? Like, how come I don't feel better? How come nothing's working out? I'm still getting drug tested. Me and my dad are still arguing. I'm still getting kicked out of school. I'm still stealing. Like, nothing's really changed. I've been clean for six months. What's going on? And I remember this guy was like, motherfucker, you walk 100 miles in the woods, you're going to take 100 miles to come out. Yeah. And that's when I was like, damn, bro. Like, he's like, motherfucker, you've been doing drugs since you were 11. Well, you ever notice, like, with people, they always, I I, I hate that about people because they always are, they don't care about what you're doing now. They always Mm -hmm. remind you of what you once were. Oh, for sure. That shit just sticks on you, you know? I think that should be some real bullshit. Yeah, and it's like, even with you, it's like, bro, a lot of people might see you and they just bring up, like, the shit you were doing 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, and to be honest with you, that's kind of the consequences of doing that shit. Mm-hmm. Because I remember being two years clean and people would come up to me and be like, yo, bro, you okay? And I'd be like, bitch, I'm two years clean. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but to them, bro, seeing some kids, bro, I used to smoke crack in high school in class. Yeah. When I was in high school, I used to smoke crack in class. I would take a hit and then hold it in, open my backpack and blow it in my backpack and I'd be burping crack in class. Yeah. So... Some other kid seeing that, that might be the most traumatic shit he's ever seen in his life, sure. bro. Right, right. So it's like, to me, that was like a regular Tuesday. That's another day at the office for me. <laughs> I'm talking about ninth grade. Yeah. So it's like, for somebody else, that might be some shit where they never, ever think that you could change. Yeah. You know, so even yeah, though like, you look like good now, they You like, smoke yeah. crack in class, like, I'm never talking to that dude again. Like, <laughs> yeah. just for a kid, That's you got to think. Though, man. Like, no, 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 for a kid no, that sees crackheads on the side of the road right. and he's smoking the same shit as mm-hmm. him. But, like, to, but to, to hate on the man now, like, I just feel like that's oh, like yeah. hate, like, you should be yeah. congratulating somebody. They always say congratulate so they, that person. Be proud of them. So like, they you are. Put them on. Instead, they'd rather knock yeah. your but ass you down. But you can't unsee a crackhead until you kick it with them after that. Yeah. Like, but like, but it takes me? time. So it's like yeah. even two years clean to some people is like real juvenile. Like two years for you've been doing drugs your whole life, bro. Two years. So what? If that's your journey and mm-hmm. you feel proud of that, bro, people should oh, stand for sure. behind that. I, I'm not, not. Oh well, you ain't got yeah, 20 years yeah. in yet. Like, what the fuck? I didn't know this shit was a competition. Hey, it's not that it's a competition. But let me tell you something. If you're applying for a job, they want to know how many years you went to school. So it's like if someone's 
taking your resume and saying like I want you in my life, they might be like, yo, two years off drugs ain't enough so, for you to be so around make my family. Me feel like I ain't shit about my two years. Make mm-hmm. me relapse. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because yeah. my little two years ain't shit. But you know what I'm that, saying? That, I'm, mm-hmm. I, to you, I just got high yesterday. Yeah, that's some bullshit. That's the people bro. in the sober, the 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 the, the what do you call the recovery people, community? The recovery that's, community. Yeah. that's the recovery shit. community. Mm-hmm. That's like a motherfucker coming in, like like like. Coming in saying they want to get straight and going back to drugs, mm-hmm. they you guys kind of look down on shit like that after somebody gets straight and and, and all what that do you shit. Mean? What I'm saying is the recovery, not you, yeah, but the recovery uh-huh. world. Like, oh, he just faked this once again. Not like, really, bro, it, it, because to us, it's like, bro, if you're you trying, you're trying. Yeah. So to us, like, I really see it at the gym. Like, I don't go to the gym and be like, damn, this person's so fat. Why are they here? Like, I go to the gym like, damn, that shit takes balls to be up in here. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? So it's Hell like, yeah. if you're trying, you're trying. So it's like. The recovery community was honestly the only community that ever really embraced me and told me to keep coming back. So, so what all did you do in this so, recovery? Like, so, so my first five years clean, like I really walked a narrow path. Like my first five years clean, bro, from from seventeen to twenty one, twenty two. Like, all I did was go to meetings, read self help books, meditation, yoga. Like, bro, I didn't go to parties. I didn't hang out with people. And like, bro, my friends were all like, "Yo, we're, we're partying or whatever." And it's like, bro, I missed out on so much shit. I, I never had a childhood, bro. I had to learn how to relax and, and be. I learned, I needed to learn how to be a man instead of trying to be the man. Yeah, but how did you get into owning the rehab facility? So, so, I, so one, so I know that doesn't sound like, the, like that's the answer to that question, but you got to have a solid mind and a solid spirit oh, no, 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 to no. do I that first. So, 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 so that. like the first thing I did was I didn't even think about money or nothing for five years. All I focused on was staying was clean and had a foundation, drug. bro, because it's like, bro, you want to build a skyscraper? That foundation got to be tight. So I built a foundation on recovery for five years. I didn't think of nothing else. Then at five years clean, I started a motorcycle business with my friend. We sold that business for a couple million dollars. And I remember when, when we were thinking about selling the business, I was like, bro, I'm doing rehab. Like, this is what I'm going to do in my life. And I remember him telling me, like, nah, bro, chill. Like, we should do something else or whatever. I'm like, bro, this is what I'm doing. Like, whether you want to invest in it or not, like, I don't need you. I'll find somebody else to do it. We took the motorcycle money and we started our first rehab in 2016. And then honestly, bro, like, I didn't know nothing. Like, bro, I didn't know billing. I didn't know collections. I didn't know... Uh, HIPAA compliance. I didn't know. I don't know. I've never been to like, bro, I'm a fucking crackhead. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know any of that. But the thing is that those five years, I built such a solid reputation that there was people in recovery who had 20 years clean who were like, nah, bro, like this kid's the real deal. Like we're going to help him. So a lot of people who worked at, at treatment centers, established ones for 20 years left to come work for me. Yeah. Because they were like, bro, these treatment centers that have been around this long, like they're shady or the owner don't give a fuck or the owner left. Oh, and now, care, and now it's like a, a corporation. It's a numbers. It's just a mill, you know. And people left there to come work for me. And, bro, I was 25, 25 years old. So think about imagine being 25 and people who are like 40 years old with like PhDs and shit that have been working in social work for 20 years are coming to come work for you. So yeah. like, well, that's a good thing, man. That's no, it is, but it, it, it's a, it was a humbling yeah, yeah. experience, you know, because you it's saw like, that you were. This is the first time that you see you're actually somebody. That had to be a confidence boost. Yeah, bro. Be in the attic well, and not doing anything. Bro, for five when years. I had like, uh, when I owned the company for like four or five years, I remember this guy came in to uh, to interview, and I'm, I'm there. I'm probably like 28 years old or something. I'm looking at this dude's resume, and I was like, damn, bro, you were the clinical director of Bark Detox in 2008. And he was like, yeah, I, I ran that whole building, that whole operation. And, bro, I got the chills. I was like, bro, I was in detox there at 2008. So, like, you know, eight years ago, bro, 
I was in your yeah. your facility for a Baker Act, uh, off the chain, wearing slippers, my ass hanging out, screaming, banging at the fucking nurses station. Give me my fucking Suboxone, bitch. Baker Act is. And uh, eight years later, the guy a, who runs the whole place is interviewing at my company. Yeah, the Baker Act is basically. Well, I actually got Marchman Act. It was a fun, when you voluntarily. Uh, your family basically says this person needs to be Baker acted. So Baker act is is when the police do when the it. police do you. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, because somebody uh, one of my ex girlfriends uh, or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it, <laughs> ex girlfriend. Yeah, ex, ex, ex girlfriend. She got Baker acted. Yeah. Uh, nah, yeah, one of my ex crazy girls prostitutes. Nah, mm-hmm. just, <laughs> but nah, she got Baker acted. That's how I even know it is. Mm-hmm. She's from Florida, so yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every state calls it something, something else. else. I think yeah. in Cali they call it something else. Yeah, I but it's know. like you know, I've had those moments where it's like, damn, bro, like I'm really sitting at the other side of the table now, you know. And it's Explain like, explaining it, what Baker Act is like. What? So basically, like if you're endangering yourself or others, mm-hmm. somebody who has some type of license or, or or like a therapist or a clinical director can do it, or a civilian can do it and call the cops, and the cops can, uh, by law, mandate you to a mental health facility for 48 hours for clearance. So let's say you're off the chain on the street yelling and screaming, saying you're going to kill yourself, you're going to stab someone. They, the cops will come, they'll, they'll arrest you, and then they'll bring you to a mental hospital, and then you have to, you can't leave until you get cleared. Did you see the recent viral clip of uh, Fousey? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's he, probably he what happened Baker, to him. Yeah. He got Baker Act. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. He was in yeah. Florida also. Yeah, bro, and it's a shame, bro, because, like, people, like, you know, you're laughing, but, like, I know, like, you don't mean no harm by it, but, like, to me, it's, like, when I see that, I know. Well, I was it. laughing at Fousey. Oh, no, for sure. Fousey, for sure. I ain't laughing at the situation. No, no I know. I'm just laughing at fucking Fousey because that yeah. shit look wild to me. You know what I'm saying? He don't look like he's on anything, you know? So it's mental health, bro. So it's, like, bro, I have had plenty of clients, bro, that when they're not on their meds, bro, they think they're seeing Jesus. They're calling people, like, crazy names, bro. Like, a lot of people make fun of medication, like, oh, you don't need it. Bro, there's like a 30% of people that need to be on medication that if they're not on medication, they can't function in society. And here's the thing. You can't really blame them like, yo, just take your medication. These medications have side effects. They gain weight. They don't feel like themselves. They feel sluggish. Plus, it's a discipline thing. Bro, how many of us can take vitamins every day? Yeah. I don't. I fucking try to. I fucking miss taking my vitamins. So these people don't have the discipline to take the pills every day. So it's like, bro, these people have these episodes and you're wondering why they're having these episodes because, bro, they're off their meds. So when I see that, I'm like, damn, bro, like, he needs to just be on his meds. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. They said, he said that he got shot up. I, recently, one of my friends came mm-hmm. home, and he had got shot up. He, he was on, in the pen. He got shot up with so many psych meds, he couldn't even function. Yeah. And that's another thing, like, is that when you go I to these facilities, like, sometimes they give you too much medications, and then you just come right off of them. Bro, the worst thing you could do is be on a whole bunch of meds and then just not cold take turkey. cold turkey, bro. You're going to go crazy. Yeah. You know? So it's like... I don't know. I see a lot of shit in the news and stuff, and it's like because I do that every day, like in my in my life, like I see it differently, you know. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. but yeah, bro. I mean, I hope he gets help. And I hope he goes to rehab. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was off of mental health. It wasn't drugs. It was no, but they, still they, rehab. Yeah. So if you go to if you go to rehab for mental health, they still call it rehab. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So you went from CEO mm-hmm. to. Sex adult, work. <laughs> sex work. Adult yeah. So, so here's the thing, bro. So a lot of people a jump. And change well, well here's events. the thing. So a lot of people think that like this sex work shit is new, bro. I've been doing sex work since I was like 19. So when I was 19, I used to hire cam girls, and it's like, even when I was on drugs, like I, honestly, I wasn't having sex like my last three years on drugs. So I was just like on crack, yeah. you know. But it's yeah. like 
I was always a sexual, like, young kid, you know? Like, bro, I was watching Talk Sex with Sue Johansson when I was, like, in fifth grade, if you know what that is. It's, like, this old lady who talks about, like, sex questions or whatever, you know what I mean? So it's like I was watching like all the HBO, like the Bunny Ranch and shit. Yeah. You know, I was watching yeah, all those shows. All yeah, bro. Yeah. I was watching all that shit. So as a kid, I was so interested in sex. I watched like, you know, a couple documentaries on. So I was always in that that world. And it's like, bro, in middle school, I was like a freak. I was tying girls up. I was putting whipped cream on them. I was videotaping it. Like I was just a freaky d- the kid, you know? And, and you said you were doing what? You better watch it from the hey, kitchen. Like, oh, hey. man. You said you were tying them up. I was in middle school cream. too. Was, yeah. You were going <laughs> so crazy. Like, so like when I was in middle school, like, bro, I was like a freaky kid. And it's like, um, and then like recovery, like you, you kind of have like a sh- like shame about that stuff because a lot of times like, you got a lot of Christian people in recovery and stuff like that. And like, also you don't want it to be like an addiction either. But like when I had like, you know, when I was like 19, 20, I used to hire cam girls and like, I would get them on the site and I would give them some money or whatever. And, um, it was cool, but like, I wasn't really into it. And then probably like at 21, I went to like my first swingers club. And when I went to my first swingers club at 21, like, bro, I don't drink. So what the fuck am I going to do? Bro, I would go to a swingers club. Your partying has been limited for a long time. And I don't like the party, bro. I'm not like, I don't, I don't, I don't go to a club and say, man, I really want to drink. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, bro, I remember I would go to swingers club and like, bro, when I went to my first swingers club, it blew my fucking mind. I didn't think this shit existed in America, bro. This shit was crazy, bro. At 21 years old, bro, I had abs. All I did was work out every day. I ran like 10 miles a day and I would go in there, bro. And there would be a line of girls being like, can I go next? Like, it was crazy. Like, why would I even like people talk about Tinder and shit? I was like killing the swingers game for like a long time. But I always kept that separate. Like, I'm not the type of dude that I would go to, like, a recovery meeting and, like, sleep with people there. I'm not, like, fucking my yeah, employees. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, not, yeah. like, like bro, like, like my name is pretty, like, clean in the streets, bro. Like, people respect me in, in like, like that, that world, you know? And people might say, like, oh, he always got a bad bitch, though. But that's really all they can say. They're not, yeah. like, oh, he's crazy or some shit, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, So then... Shortly after, I was a gigolo for a male escort agency, an all-straight male escort agency. So one of my closest friends in recovery started one of the largest male escort agencies. And at first, bro, I remember telling my boy, who was one of the guys, like, yo, bro, this is, like, unspiritual. This is crazy. You know, like, I was judging him, bro. I was like, how could you do this and stay clean? Like, you're basically a prostitute, bro. And in recovery... Yeah, and in recovery, <laughs> and recovery, and being clean, and recovery, it's like, yo, bro, like you ain't really supposed to be doing that shit. You're like, yeah. that's kind of how I felt. Yeah. And I remember I had like broken up with my girl, and he called me, and he was like, yo, bro, I need you to cock stunt for me. And I was like, what? what? I was cock like, what? I was like, what's a cock stunt? He's that's like, professional dicksman language. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, yo, I need you to step in for me. For sure. And I was like, he's like, bro, I'm in, I'm in traveling, but I got a girl in Miami that wants to see me. And he's like, bro, she'll pay. And I was like, bro, I'm fucking an old lady. And I remember he said, who says she's old? And I was just like, it just blew. I was like, like that's what I was thinking. Like, bro, who, who would be, who will be paying a dude to smash? That's a hot girl. And he sent me a picture of her and it was like this fine ass black girl. And I remember being like, like that girl's going to pay me. And she, he was like, yeah. yeah. And I was like, how much? Bro, he said three stacks, three grand. At the time, bro, I was probably already making six figures, but to me, like, three grand is still three grand. You know what and I mean? And you, and you, and you fucking. And you, got, and you fucking. Yeah, yeah. And, bro, I would go to her house. This 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 girl had, like, a dope-ass apartment. She'd be blindfolded. And, bro, she would she would want you to walk in and just fuck her and leave. And there was an envelope for you on the table. That's you know? crazy. She so, didn't even care. No, nah, bro, like. she would be blindfolded. And I had done this. I, I used to do this 
like twice a month for a couple of years, but yeah. it was the same thing every time. And yeah. every time it was as if it was the first time she'd be in the room and she'd be like, who's there? <laughs> like, the uh, yeah, she was just like, oh, who is it? You know, she, she was just really, play. yeah, she really was, you into was already, it, bro. I just figured like you was already getting bread. So at three the grand is three grand. But I'm just like at the time bro. I was making like a hundred grand a year, so I wasn't making that much bread. But you three. say your morals like you really was standing on them. You was like it's kind yeah. of immoral. Like you had a so honestly, with it. honestly, like when I got into it, I started to realize that it like I've done some dirty shit in my life, bro. Right, I've done right. some fucked we up shit. Have, in, yeah, for sure, has, for sure. But like I know what it feels like to do something that feels wrong, bro. And like when I did it, like. It literally felt like a transactional. I like I got paid to do a service. Yeah, I wasn't lying to her. I wasn't manipulating nobody. And like she got what she wanted. I got what I wanted. I treated so, this girl with respect. Like I wasn't calling her a bitch and a hoe. Like she didn't like that. She wanted to be treated nice. Well, and bro, she's paying for a certain service. For, for so sure. You, you don't. She if you she asked you said hey call me a bitch and a hoe. Guess what? That's what you about for to call sure. it. For yeah. sure. But what I was saying is like my introduction to it wasn't that. Yeah. My introduction to it was like this girl who's like, I want to be treated like a queen or whatever. And bro, yeah. the, and the reason why she was doing this, bro, is because she had been married a long time. She had never been with nobody else. Her husband had died. She's a super successful lady. She doesn't have time for relationships. She doesn't want to get intimate with somebody. She yeah. saw someone on TV talking about a male escort agency, and she was like, wow, this did could you, be nice. She would go do that and then go the pick box. up the kids. Well, no. you said she was blindfolded. No. She didn't even get to see anything, so that was a part of her fetish. That was part of her fetish, but she she would tell the guy like what she's into. So, yeah. like, when she would call the agency, she'd be like, I like these types of guys or whatever. So, obviously, like, so, she knows who's kind of coming. So, how much did the agency charge for it? Bro, so I was wondering. So, I was like, bro, this man's got all these dudes working for him, right? So, I was just like, how is he not, like, how are people not going behind his back? Yeah. And I remember they were like, bro, he only, like, just wait till you find out what you got to pay him. And, bro, I would pay him, like, 50 bucks. Oh, wow. So, I also learned about business. It's like, bro, he's able to have 100 guys working for him. Because he ain't ripping, he he taking such a small chunk. Who's gonna yeah, fuck over a relationship yeah, over fifty dollars, yeah, yeah, bro? Yeah, yeah. And it's like he had to gotten smart and start charging more later he on. He probably paid. No, he, he probably charged them a fee to to even get. Yeah, the so he's there. charging. He's probably charging the girl, and he's yeah. probably charging us. And yeah. I think eventually he would, but he's also like, a, like one of my closest Cause, friends. Because with escort agency, I understand mm -hmm. escorting. And there's always a drop. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like fifty dollars is crazy. crazy. Yeah. Like nigga, the drops for a lot of services go anywhere from two hundred and fifty dollars to three hundred bucks, could, depending. Yeah. He can mention once a percentage. That so, could be the deposit to come out though. He, he could make mm -hmm. her pay that before he even pulled up, and that was in the three. Yeah. So fee. well, maybe to people that were already like his regulars. It, yeah. You know it could it could have yeah. been more money eventually because I did it for like a couple years, but I think the first time. He was just like, yo, just give me, like, it was, because I wasn't an escort then. Yeah, I was yeah, just yeah, a cockstone. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I was just, like, filling in, bro. Yeah. So he was just like, yo, just give me 50 bucks. You know what I mean? So here's the thing. So it's like, bro, from the swingers stuff, I started to see relationships different, bro. I've seen people, bro, and the thing is that people, if you go to swingers party, bro, they're old. People who go there are over 40, bro. There's not a lot of young people there. Yeah. That's why I would go there and kill it, bro. I was like, this is like shooting fish in a barrel. This is fucking, like, it was fun, bro. But I started to see how people could have relationships long term and be, like, committed and loving and then, like, go share their bitch or some shit. And then they'd be back at the table like, honey, you were so beautiful out there. And I would be like, what the fuck? And, bro, these people who are in the swingers community have been doing it for years, 
bro, they've been going to this club for 30 years. They're bro. like, how? how's the kids? Oh, so-and-so's in college. Well, they oh, feel like whatever. it keeps their relationship healthy. Bro, you know? I've had men come up to me and be like, yo, bro, when I saw you, like, take down my wife, huh. it made me be like, damn, this young kid is so horny for my wife. Like, I really got a beautiful girl. And I remember being like. So it's a, it's a club full of cucks. I don't know. So there are cucks, and then there's swingers, and there's people who just want to fuck, you know, because there's people who don't swing that go. So, like, I would go with a girl, and I, I wouldn't want no one to fuck my bitch. You know, I would go with a girl, and we would just like to do it with, like, a little crowd, you know, like a crowd of people who just, it's, people look at it like it's art, so bro. So you were built for this shit. Is what people you say. You, like you, you're, you're, yeah, so bro, wet. yo, people would be sitting there fully dressed in a suit, and you'd be fucking, and they'd be like this. That's their fetish, bro. It's like they catering to their fetishes. Yeah. Like and even if there's some tricks, bro, that just like to sit there and watch. Like yeah. you said, sit there fully sometimes dressed, I, so, fucking take her down and nail her, bro. Sometimes right I just want to watch, bro. Like just like that you, shit blows my mind. just like you go to a strip club and you watch bitches twerk. You will go there, you have a couple of drinks, you watch a couple of people fuck, and bro, you see some crazy shit, bro. You'll see this. We call. can't treat it the same though. It's not to throw it in the same demographic. As a strip like, club, oh, it's just like the strip club. You know, you get to see some ass, and then you can come over to the swingers and see somebody get plowed. Get plowed like, bro, out. that's like a yeah, hell of a reach. That's, like that's a gap, bro. Yeah, hey, that's a, a poor convention. Hey, this is the ledge this here. This is, is the ledge here, here, bro. Like hey, it's a, it might be a gap, but it's the same building. So yeah, it's like it's, yeah, it's kind it's of the, the same it's, community. It's, it's the I mean, same well, thing, not really because it's it forty be, and older, and it's like coke and crack. Well, no, there are you some young people, but I would say like seventy percent <laughs> are probably it's older. Ladder, but there's probably like a twenty, thirty percent of people who are like younger and like really good looking or whatever. Right, right. But it just blew my mind that like, because honestly, bro, like growing up, like my parents were never like intimate, like like they weren't like all over each other kissing or whatever. Right. Like they, they, they were just like, oh, nah, bro, I never even seen that before. You got right. people. 55 years old, making out like they're in high school. Well, your parents, they're a little older. Yeah, my parents they are conservative. For so, sure, you know, for sure. That type of shit to them is taboo. For sure. To, to for kiss sure. out in public. Yeah, or my to parents don't do, do that. But my stuff, parents are, res- bro, my like parents are super reserved. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's that's old school game right there, man. Like I said, that would be considered taboo to them. Oh, like you tell your mom, sure. like, hey, kiss her no oh, PDA. Kiss her. Don't kiss your girl in front How do they like, feel? How do they feel about? Do they know about porn? Yeah, bro. So 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 let me just back up the story. So you guys were saying like, oh, then you started doing sex work. So I had been doing it's sex crazy, work bro, for a while. Like that. So wait, wait, hold up. So I said it. I mean, yeah. He said it though. That so, it, but sex work is what. Adam so in twenty eighteen. Bro, I was a multimillionaire. I was 28 years old. I ran like a big company. Bro, I, I like, bro, I wake up every day and pinch myself. Like, I could, like, I, you couldn't have told me that. Like, bro, I used to smoke crack, bro. I was n- no nothing, bro. I I'm never, you, bro. I never even thought I could fucking get a bank account. I fucked over it's like a bank when that. I was a kid. I was like, I'm never gonna get like, like this was crazy to me, bro. Crack like, I was, yeah. I was super, super humbled. Like, it was crazy, and um, my. Bro, my one vice is that probably I just love fucking bitches. And I remember. Do you think it's an addiction? No. To me, an addiction takes away from your finances, uh, your relationships, um, and you don't want to do it and you keep well, doing it. Fucking can take away from relationships. You for know? sure. Because for sure. You could be with somebody in a relationship so here, it, and they ain't really necessarily down with it. Is it going against your agreements? So if I have an agreement to not fuck bitches and then I'm fucking bitches, that could be an addiction. If I have agreements to to show up at my family's uh, function and I'm out fucking bitches and not showing up. So if the audio is not matching up the video, to me, that could be an addiction. But if it's taken away from housing, your family life, your finances, people throw around the word addiction that is really a bad habit. Pussy can't yeah. fuck up your life. 
For sure. For sure. <laughs> I'm not saying that, bro. Kids. And, Don't try it just yet until yo, you're ready. <laughs> and just so you know, like, bro, I questioned this myself. So I was going to <laughs> Sex and Lovers Anonymous meetings wondering, am I a sex addict? Yeah. And, bro, I would go in there and hear these stories and be like, bro, this is not me. Yeah, you just yeah. a nigga that like to fuck. Yeah, I like to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> bro, because like let me yeah. tell you something, bro. I, 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 I handle my business. I don't lie to no girl and tell them, like, I'm trying to marry them or some shit. I tell them, like, I just want to fuck. Bro, I'm respectful. I'm transparent. I communicate. And I just like to fuck. And I do it on the time that I have off. So, like, bro, I was I was, I was, was worrying about this. And I remember talking to my sponsor, like, bro, like, I, I don't want to get married, bro. I don't know. Like, and my friends would be like, why don't you want to get married and have kids? All my friends are married with kids. Like, what's wrong with you, bro? You're just going to fuck a bad bitch every night? There's like, nothing wrong with that. That sounds like no, jealousy, though. No, for sure. Like, for niggas sure. mad because you're what? still out here in the field going hard in the for paint. For sure. Niggas got to be at home and take care of the kids. It's of probably course, why stop bro. answering your phone calls. Hey, for sure. For sure, for sure. <laughs> so it's like, so to me, it's like, I wondered if it was an addiction. And honestly, like, I remember I went to therapy for it, bro. Because I was, I, was, I was wondering, bro, like, is this healthy? Cause bro, I'm a recovery guy, bro. Like I believe in God. Like I'm a spiritual dude. Like, yeah. like I, I'm, a, I'm the self help guy. Well, speaking of sex, do you, uh -huh. you had, um, I right. think you had started, you had start doing a rehab for adult entertainment, correct? No, yeah, no. What do you mean? You know what I'm saying I thought you, you, you mess with like you bring in like adult entertainment people as well, like to your rehab. Like there's people that's came in. I don't really other do porn that. Stars. I don't. Really, I, not that I know of. You I'm know not thinking I mean? of it even on a sexual level yeah, yeah. because there's a lot of there's, there's a, lot a lot of sex work that do that drugs do for sure that try to so, get off. They can't work without it. So also, bro, I've I've also now that I'm in the industry, bro. You know how many girls I've shot with that I've been like talking to them and I'm like, yo, like, what are you doing tonight? They're like, oh, I need to go to a meeting because I've been clean like ten years. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. Bro, I shot with Britt Andrews, bro. This woman's been doing porn for like forty years, bro. Maybe yeah. maybe thirty years. And I was yeah. talking to her, bro. She told me she has over ten years sober. You know, so it's like I started to meet other people in the industry that were healthy. Because, bro, when you think about, like, like OnlyFans, girls, and all that stuff, a lot of them do have mental health issues, but so does every industry, bro. Yeah. Go talk to bartenders, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Go, even, like, nursing. You want to talk about. Yeah, bro. bro Rappers, I worked in healthcare for fucking, years, yeah, bro. You know how toxic up, healthcare work can be? How many nurses are overworked and underpaid and. And and don't get the mental health and, and the therapy that I need. Yeah, I just find it crazy or like amazing that yeah. there's been no like there's been no adult entertainment or adult stars that, that have came been. through so, to your rehab. So there probably know? has been, but I I don't. I maybe I like I'm so bro. You understand? Like I'm the CEO. Like mm -hmm. bro, we have hundreds of beds. You know, I'm no longer owning rehabs anymore. But when I own them, like I wouldn't even know who was in there at one point. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would know, like, some people, like, one of my personal friends that was scholarship or something like that. But I would imagine that there's been a lot of women that have been through or men that so are nobody in sex work. that's came through there that's that's touched you spiritually like, damn, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying? Oh, you, for sure. Because you've built hundreds, relations out of the hundreds? Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. But I can't think of anyone that I'm like, oh, they did porn and they came to my rehab. Yeah. You know what I mean? Have you ever paid for pussy? Oh, for sure. One thousand percent. So, I, like, w the first time I ever did it, I remember telling my boy, like, I'm not paying this. I'm not paying for pussy. Like, you got me fucked up. Like, why would I pay for pussy? Everything that you do <laughs> end up doing, you start, you look yeah, down on it first. Yeah, bro, for sure. You said you, I was like, bro, why would I ever pay crack. for pussy? He said that about but, something else. Too. And it's like, bro, I remember thinking, like, why would I ever do that? And honestly, bro, the convenience of it was probably, like, the biggest part of it. And, like, well, it seems like you've touched sex in every way. So, it might for be sure. a little bit of an addiction. Oh, for sure. If you th right? <laughs> because well, if you think about it, like, you, you, you've sold it. Uh-huh. You've sold it for sure. And then you turn around, you've bought it. Plus, you do it on your off. Now, let me tell you Plus, something. Let me tell you something, bro. Are you a tattoo? Are you addicted to tattoos? No. 
You know what I mean? So it was it's just a time of my life. Okay, so it's like, like and bro, I'm I'm aware that this might pass too. You know what yeah, I mean? Like I'm not like so it's like bro, like tattoos, cars, buying jewelry, like all this shit. Like to me, bro, I've been addicted to something. This is not an addiction. Like bro, yeah. I've been addicted to crack. Yeah, it might be something that I enjoy. Like why can't it be something I enjoy doing? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, because it doesn't. Like you said, it doesn't take away from for from sure, nothing. bro. And I'm not yeah. always tripping, bro. I'm not in the car like, oh, I need to fuck somebody. You know, like I'm not yeah. like I'm not fucking people I don't want to fuck. I'm not like I'm not like fucking making inappropriate comments to women. I'm not yeah. going to jail because yeah, I was jacking right. off in front yeah. of somebody. Yeah. No, you know, that's, 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 to me, those are sex crazy. addicts. Yeah, if you're going to jail for sex crimes, bro, you're going to jail. Bro, you're doing some underage shit you're manipulating people people are pressing charges on you women are saying you're disrespecting them or like coming on to them or being aggressively in a way where they don't want it. like bro to me that's a sex addict because you're willing to risk it all for five minutes of pleasure that's an addiction what the fuck do i risk so they matter do you do you uh like <laughs> your scenes. Uh, no, no, no. I, yeah. I was, I'm not going to ask you no crazy shit. No, sure. I, no, I'm not asking you about the for sure, Could for it sure. be a bit, could it stem from somewhere? You know what I'm for saying? For sure. Bro? So, so, so I could tell you that me being an addict, I'm obsessive about anything I do. I don't do any, bro. I have guns. I bought one gun one day. I wouldn't even like guns until six years ago. Bro, like 70 guns. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, do so you have an addictive personality? Every addict does. What? What? But at the same time, it's like, bro, am I addicted to guns or do I just love guns? Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I love cars, bro. I have five cars. I've had five cars for like seven years. I just yeah. love cars, bro. Just you love I just love cars. Right? And I love fucking bitch. But, but I also like, to me, like, I like being in a relationship sometimes, but I just don't dream of like the family life, bro. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, bro, if you have a family and you're committed to not fucking bitches and you're fucking bitches all the time and you're lying and you're getting in trouble, like, bro, like, you might need to handle that shit. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like me. It's like, like, bro. Even when girls meet me, they're like, "Yo, you're like the craziest, safest, most like, like, bro." To me, it's like I'm a, I'm a professional race car driver. You shouldn't drive 200 miles an hour on the highway, but if you're doing it in a safe environment, you're fucking got the right gear on, yeah. and you're trained, and you're at a racetrack, like, bro, yeah. go for it. Go crazy. So I, I go crazy in a safe environment, bro. Yeah, you know? hell yeah. What's the craziest shit that you did in the porn so far? <laughs> I mean, bro, I love guns. So, like, I've done so many gun scenes where I'm fucking bitches while I'm fucking shooting guns. And it's like, you can't even post that on Pornhub. So, at one point, I was just like... Are you monetizing on Twitter? I mean, it gets a lot of views on Twitter. I haven't even posted all it. So, so let's back up. So, in 2018, bro, I was fucking all these different, like, like OnlyFans girls and, and uh, like, Instagram models or whatever. And I was talking to my boy who does porn. It's my boy, Alex Adams. Like, shout out to Alex Adams, bro. This dude... One of the biggest porn stars ever. He don't really do social media. He's got like a little Twitter, but like he's low key. Bro, me and him are both in recovery like 10 plus years, right? One of my closest friends, he's the most watched porn star, period, bro. This dude makes millions and kills it. So when I saw him making millions doing porn, I was like, bro, you gotta show me what to do. Like yeah. this, like, like I gotta turn this into a business. You feel like you jumped into it for sex, you saw the dollar signs and you ran with it. Nah, so. So I saw something that was interesting. That's all it was. Yeah. I didn't even know where it was going to go. So he, he showed me how to do it. He introduced me to an agent. I did my first couple scenes. I put them on Pornhub. And, and to be this honest, was all with the bunny ear mask. This was just POV. I didn't even fucking care. About it. I just didn't oh, yeah, show my yeah, face. Yeah, I just yeah, POV'd yeah, yeah. it. It didn't show my face. I was like, whatever. Why can't I do porn and like own this company? No, nobody ain't ever going to know. Yeah. So honestly, bro, the first, like, I love film. Like My real love is film, bro. Like, bro, I love like City of God. 
uh, old boy, like Cafe de Flore, uh, A Prophet, The Untouchables. Like, I love foreign films. Like, I'm into, like, Korean films. Like, I love old school, like, Young Frankenstein shit. Like, I love movies. That's so let me, crazy. And I love business. My friend so, owns Character Media. It's like a Oh, yeah. yeah but. So it's like, bro, when, when movies, porn, and money touched, it was just like, oh, shit, this is what the fuck I want to do. Well, was it because you were able to create the scenes? So yeah, like, you know bro, because so I kind of fell hand in hand. Bro, I had a script. I had yeah. a camera. I had a little rinky-dink light. Right, it was yeah, funny. Right. I yeah. could make, you know, y'all whatever. Y'all like this. Like, y'all walk yeah. in, you say this, and get And then, in. bro, I would do, I I would do like, shit, like I, like, I would do funny, corny shit that I was like, bro, I would fuck bitches. And, like, Story a, sell. Yeah, bro, I would do, I do, like, the scream, uh, this, like, the ghost face a lot, yeah. like, the Freddy Krueger. I would be yeah. wearing, like, funny outfits. You know, I'd be throwing bitches in the trunk or something, like just like funny yeah. shit, you know? And it's like, I remember um, I made like 14 videos, and bro, they just did horrible on Pornhub. So to make money on Pornhub, you gotta be getting like hundreds of millions of views. Yeah. You ain't making no money unless you, just like YouTube, you ain't making yeah. money on YouTube unless you're fucking going viral. Yeah. And bro, I remember I was like, well, I might just call it a day. I was thinking like it was fun, but like if I can't make no, that's the thing, bro. I'm not also a sex addict where it's like, I'm just doing this for fun. Like it needs to make money. So yeah. like when I, it didn't make money, I was about to just stop. And I made this one video at a gas station. I picked up uh, Vega, I forget her name, something Vega. And um, I picked her up at a gas station. It was a pickup scene, like, hey, what are you doing? She pretended to be like a house cleaner. I said, you want to come clean my house? She came over. And then I was like, I don't forget what I do. But I just fuck, I fucked this girl, super amateur. When I uploaded the video, I thought it was just another porn that probably do nothing. But I realized that I wasn't getting any views because a lot of the views, a lot of the good videos have like talking in it. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I got to talk. Because uh, normally yeah. I would just be like, all right, come in and just suck my dick, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then, bro, this I did this, I did my first plot. Bro, that video was the number one video on Pornhub in 2018 in December. It got 27 million views within like a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. And now I was like, I feeling like I'm fucking the Drake of this shit, you know? Because like, it's like having the, bro, it was the number like, one video, yeah, yeah, bro. you went number one, bro, I was shit. Like, you went number one, what can you bro, say? Bro, I felt like I had a hit song, like yeah. a hit single, you know what I mean? I'm like fucking like, this is crazy. Bro, then people start sending me it. And I'm like, oh shit. People are like, yo, this is you. This, and I'm like, oh shit. So then I'm like, yo, this is just this one weirdo. He watches so much porn. And I blocked Florida. So on Pornhub, yeah. you could block states. So I'm like, yeah. how did you see it? He lived in another state. So I'm like, okay, he only seen it because he lives in North Carolina. <coughs> and then, bro, a week later, someone else sent it to me. Uh-huh. A week later, I posted another video that was like another plot. It got like 7 million views. And I was like, oh shit. But then more people are sending it to me. Like, bro, are you doing porn? What the fuck is, like, are you okay? Like, why do you know this? That's what I want <laughs> yeah, to ask. Like, yeah. Are you, you watching why? porn? Well, well, yeah. I, I don't think that it was that someone's doing porn. It's that that me, the recovery guy, yeah. the, the the guy who's the self-help guy, yeah. the guy who speaks at these conventions and, like, is super clean cut. Because, bro, I have a crazy side. That's why I'm Teddy Tarantino, because I have a clean cut side and I also have the Tarantino side. Yeah. You know what I mean? So people are like, yo, bro, you're, like, you're this clean cut guy. Like, you're, I work, bro. I'm, a, I'm appropriate, bro. I'm not, like, inappropriate. I'm su- like, I am yeah. do, like, these corny jokes. Yeah, maybe. You don't seem like, yeah. you're too, like you're off on anything. Yeah. Nah, like, bro. Like, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fucking, I'm a normal person, bro. So it's like, when people were like, yo, you're doing porn? Like, are you, people were like, did you relapse? Like, like, are you okay? Like, plus, you got bread. Why would you, most people think that porn is for desperate people. Yeah. So they're like, bro, no. you, 
a lot of people do that. Right. Do like, bro, if you're a guy, what guy do you think is like making now with this is before OnlyFans. Yeah. So prior to OnlyFans, people were like, yo, no one thought you were gonna make bread doing porn. No one. You ain't yeah. gonna tell someone you're gonna do porn. They're like, oh, you're gonna make money. So, bro, I was like, how do people recognize me? And they're like, your voice. And I was like, bro, people recognize my voice? Like, now I'm like, what am I gonna do now? So I deleted all the videos. And the the catalyst, oh, wow. the catalyst for deleting the videos was because I also was doing a lot of charity at the time. Yeah. So, bro, I was also, like, one of the faces of, like, a Kids With Cancer Well, you foundation. still got the money, though, right? Yeah. Of course. So, yeah. then I guess it didn't matter at that point. Yeah. I mean, it would have still probably ate off the back end. For sure. Still, I, fuck it, bro, you got I, you I got. made, like, 30 grand doing porn. You got porn. what you got. Yeah. Boom, you're yeah. out of there. But wait, so I was like, you know, if people in recovery found I did porn, I'd be like, whatever. But, like, I really can't be doing charity with kids and doing porn, bro. So I was just like... Yeah, I guess it would. So look I was funny, like, right? yeah, you know, yeah, it's gonna look that funny. Look that funny. With, like, like bro, I want to be taken seriously, yeah. bro. And like, to be honest with you, like, and the parents wouldn't like really you're definitely feel comfortable right about with you around taken seriously, bro. And like at the same that. time, it's like I, I'm not naive. They for sure I'm, think I'm not naive that that people aren't gonna agree with this. Like, I'm, I'm very, I didn't agree with this. So how can I expect other people to agree with it? I just got into it. I just now I'm seeing that it's not that bad as I thought it was. So I deleted all the videos. But for five years, I kept making videos Yeah. in hopes that in five years, I'm going to be able to sell my company and then fucking pivot to porn. So probably like four and a half months ago, that's exactly what I did. bro. I've been thinking about this for five years, doing porn. I probably have like 250 videos that have been made over the last five years. And like, dude, I'm finally doing it full time now. Where do you draw the line at? What's, what's a hard no for you? Anything that's like borderline gay. Eat that, you know. I'll eat a girl's ass. Nah, like really not, hot. nah. I'm talking about her. Eat your ass. <laughs> oh, I let a girl eat my ass. What? Yeah, yeah. Come that's borderline gay. What? Come on, no bro. That's borderline gay. You guys gay, both bro. believe that? Yeah. Uh, yes. I oh, you're crazy. I'm about to leave. <laughs> no <laughs> way. What? Oh, man. Nothing gay about that. I don't do no. I don't. I don't do. I don't do no penetration. Not nah, one digit, one finger. Nah, but Adam gets his ass ate too. Oh, we, so you guys give him hell. Yeah, yeah, we, we give, give him hell, hell too. You guys done it before? Bro, we just said we against it, so I've never done it. So you never tried it? Wait, no, have a girl eat my ass? No, fuck no. Nothing around the asshole, but shit. That's crazy. In toilet paper. Mm. So I can only do it every... I can only do it every... They I can only it, <laughs> and they lick it, then they fuck around trying to stick it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just... No, it's have you ever like, had a girl go too far and try to put a finger in it? Yeah, you just tell them to stop and yeah. they get it after a while. But uh, it's like... Um, <laughs> they're just like... So, but what I'm saying, you... you I don't know. I mean, no, uh, it's, no, no, we understand. We're not against it. We're not against we're you. Against, we're we're yeah. not against I it ourselves. I think it's crazy but that like y'all don't. Our community, the pimp gangster community. Yeah, we that's, can't play it's that's like, not cool. It's not. We'll it's not. Guys, nah, it's like. Yeah, is there a chance yeah, that y'all yeah. just saying that because you're on the show? No, that's nah, not. Yeah, no, some people. Some people look. Some people. No, I like that. But no, look right. Mm-hmm. It's gangbangers that do it. They just for sure they tell did. you that they do. All right, it. so you in your community is considered like gay, but um, I don't like I don't like doing a lot of BBGG, which is like two guys, two girls. Like for me, bro, there's so when I used to like escort, there was times where they would do like a a, a monthly gangbang, and bro, it'd be really hard for me to stay hard in front of a bunch of dudes. Like I'm just not. I wish I could, bro. I really wish like I I could do. There's just something about like dudes grunting near me. I'm just like I ain't trying to like be in around your, you. In your, your three or four days. What was uh-huh. the, what was the, 
like craziest thing a client ever asked you for? You was like, whoa. Oh, man. I mean, honestly, it's not that they, they're they asking for crazy stuff. The craziest <laughs> when I ask for shit. So, bro, this one time I pull up That's to... That's crazy. This one time I pull up to, like, this gangbang, and all the gigolos are there. Like, And, bro, they come in like superstars. It's like this dude comes up, this white kid, he's like covered, this white kid, he's like covered in Gucci. This other dude comes in, he looks like a cock diesel football player. This other dude comes in, and he's just like... Like, just all these characters, right? And they're all just talking about their clients. And they're like, yo, you see Angie? And I was like, yeah, I seen her a while. Like, I just, I go, I went to her crib the other day. Yeah. And he's like, bro, you went to her crib first? And I was like, yeah. He's like, nah, bro, you tell that bitch to meet you at Ball Harbor. And I was like, what? He's like, she's got to buy you some shoes first. And that's when I was like, bro, these guys, like, I'm doing Because he done broke on her. He done broke yeah, her. Yeah, bro. Yeah, he done broke her before. He know, her, she, he know how she plays. Yeah, so I'm over here, like, the nice recovery guy, like, yeah. hey, nice to meet you, yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. I'm not trying to manipulate them out of bread. Yeah. But they're looking at me like, bro, you're leaving money on the table, bro. You got to, like, really... Wine and dining. You could be squeezing so yeah. much bread out of her. Yeah, yeah. She's a lick. I knew yeah. some, uh, some like uh-huh. I knew some niggas that I knew that was some male strippers, right? Uh-huh. Nice to hear how like they talk to each other. They'd be like, "Bitch, you ain't make no money tonight." Yeah, like, they talk like yeah. that to each other, bro. Like, yeah. yeah, like they get into it. Yeah, like, bitch, crazy. you ain't make as much money tonight as me. Yeah, like, he was a, he was a stripper, like male a stripper. Nigga, yeah, yeah. But he said, uh, get bitch. out. But he said, bitch. Like these are real niggas. What they say, bitch, uh-huh. bitch to each other like yeah, the word bitch. That's gay. Like you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah, like yeah, bitch. That's, like, that's, like, that's like some bitch. Yeah, that's like, like, bitch ain't make that money. Yeah. Like, that shit wild, bro. Yeah, 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 they be really getting into it. It's the same type of format. Yeah, but it was bro. crazy because they're all there talking about like, oh, I got this that's one wrapped around though. my finger. I'd rather be a jiggle uh, than a male stripper. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not over there. No, no gay shit. No, I'm just saying if I had to choose out the two, I'd be going to go fucking pick it up the bag. I just ain't Hey, what would your stage name be? What would my stage name be? <laughs> yeah. Fucking Bricked Up Brick. <laughs> bricked Up Brick. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Why do we continue to do this type of shit, bro? I don't fucking get it. That would be your name. That's how I'm tricked out here, bro. Like, bring the bring the bring the bro. What the fuck? Um, that's what we do. This fuck these niggas. That's bro. We getting it. Hey. Pause. <laughs> hard pause. Good pause. goddamn. We catch hell, bro. We, yeah, we are. We um, I had someone recently on my OnlyFans. This dude asked me to buy a thousand, buy my underwear for a thousand dollars. And bro, as, as like a straight man, like I just, I ain't selling my underwear to no dude. I don't care how much money it is. Yeah. Like I just, yeah. I feel uncomfortable. I'm letting no dude be like feel like some satisfaction. He's wearing my underwear. You know. Then will you get? Famous, like I bought his first beer. Bro, it was crazy, bro. He, bro, he was going ham. He was like, "How much for the underwear?" Bro, he said five hundred. And then I was like, "Bro, I was just seeing how far he would go." So I'll give you. Uh, how about a thousand? He goes, "Do you take payments?" I was like, "Nah, bro. Save nah, money, bro. You take how much you ever got paid from a client?" Uh, it was pretty regular, like anywhere from like fifteen hundred to three k. You never, but, but you never made him meet you at bar. You never do that. You never upsold. Nah, bro. Honestly, I couldn't even believe I was getting the three grand. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, but I'm just saying. Nah. Like, so, so, so this is the difference between. You probably could have really broke wide like a fan, bro. Oh, wide so, some of my, you gotta understand. I was doing this three, four times a month. I had yeah. friends who were like, bro, they're making. Oh, yeah. Bro, my one friend was you making eighty bands it. a month 
as a gigolo, bro. Yeah. Bro, he would get flown out by by <laughs> by people in Turkey, like princesses in Turkey, for a month. Hell bro, no. to have him for a month, you got to pay him like 70 grand. Yeah, yeah. This dude is making bread, killing it. So they just fuck whenever they bro, want they, to. Get the she fuck would book him bed. for a month in advance, years. I'm She's like, hey, man, bro. 80k, 80k, a princess bitch. Yeah, give me, give me 150. You can have 150 a month. month. Yeah, but on my time, I'm gonna do is smoke weed, yeah, that's what drink I said. any motherfucking way, and sit back and give you some very rigorous. Yeah. I'm, coming, I'm hey. coming out of there hey. with like like a half a <laughs> ticket. I'm gonna come home with a half a million. She's gonna get some. She's gonna get some real rigorous conversations. Trust me, she's gonna love it, bro. She's gonna love it. So the difference between like women and men is that like most guys, she gonna be telling her to go the dead homie. Never throwing up. Get her to trip it on six oh like what? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. got the princess yeah. over here talking yeah. about yeah. what the fuck? She come out at the ball with hey, a so, blue so here's the thing, bro. Women well, like men, they want a girl for an hour, bro. They ain't trying to fucking chill with a prostitute all day. Unless to me you're like some kind of sucker or something. Like why would you be hanging out with this girl for that long? Women, bro, they want you to go to dinner, they want to introduce you to their friends, they want to take you to an event. They want to show you around, like bro, like they want they want people to see that they're with this guy. For you know sure. what I mean? So it's like, and I guess men do it too, but like women, yeah. they want the conversation, bro. So it's like, bro, you're charging by the hour. Yeah. So bro, you could be charging a girl, you know, five hours. You're only fucking her for twenty minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. My my one friend who would do it full time, bro, he would see like some of the nastiest girls, and I'm like, bro, you're crazy. And he would be like, bro, I don't even fuck them. Yeah. Just make it feel good. Bro, bro, he That's my boy had seen do. my boy had seen a burn victim. See, he was like, you no, know, like he women, was like a, he was like churched up. Yeah, on the low. like he was also also like I would just bleed it for what it is. Mm -hmm. But you know what I mean, it's different strokes for different folks. But yeah, yes, sir. that is. So the next two years, where where, mm -hmm. where where do you see yourself in the next two years? I mean, honestly, bro, like I'm just starting, so it's like. In my mind, for like the last five years, I've been thinking about like how I would do this. You know what I mean? So it's like for five years, I've been making these videos, but not putting them out. No. So it's like just building up a catalog. Tell us about the videos. You haven't even like like I heard that you have one in even, the, on a private jet in the air. Or some fucking shit. Girls in private jets. I gotta ask you: Does does porn? Do you feel like porn gives an unrealistic view, a realistic view to men and women? So, bro, of you sex? ever think about this, bro? When you watch the Fast and the Furious, bro, does that shit look unrealistic for driving? You know what I mean? So it's like, motherfucker, this is entertainment, bro. Mm. Of course it ain't like this, bro. But people buy into the fantasy, bro. Just yeah. like they watch wrestling. Yeah. Everybody know wrestling ain't real. That shit is scripted. Hey, it was real once upon a time. See? I ain't gonna let you, you get off on us like that, man. Hey. You know, I got to bro. I can't just have that type of shit going on, bro. Yeah. Okay. Man, well, that, nigga, that nigga Hulk Hogan had his back reconstructed. I, no, behind I, that shit. I, Pause. No, I'm saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying they're not athletes. Yeah. I'm not saying that they're not really, you know, hey. pushing their body to the limits. But what I'm saying is that there's a script involved. It's created like that. They're not really fighting you know each other. Who's winning you, before you put, they win. you, you put a Hulk Hogan with the sting and say fight to the death. They ain't, they ain't gonna do that corny shit they do with jumping off the fucking ropes and shit. That's a that's a show. I'm not saying it's corny, but it's like if you were gonna fight somebody, you ain't doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just <laughs> resting, bro. I don't give a fuck what's going on. That shit raised. 
You know? So it's, it's like, a, it's your race. yeah, bro. <laughs> Yo, hey, hey, porn is unrealistic. Like porn that. is unrealistic, but it's like to who? Bro, the shit that I do, I really do that when I'm not on camera, bro. Right. Like if I go, if I'm getting my dick sucked in a Ferrari, I'm getting my dick sucked in a Ferrari, bro. It's like, I, like what is so weird that I do? Like I do regular sex. I fuck girls just like I regularly fuck them in real life. And it's like, not for nothing, bro, but I pride myself on like, bro, when a girl comes and do a shoot, like I want her to actually come. Like, I don't want you to fake it. I want my shit to look real. You know, I don't do like so much over lighting. Like it looks like real sex, bro. So it's like, it might be unrealistic to someone in Nebraska who ain't never seen shit like this. To them, yeah. that might be unrealistic. But, bro, I'd really be doing this. Yeah. And it's not like I'm like, like, bro, my dick game ain't even, like, on, like, the level of some <laughs> other people, bro. Like, I'm just, like, a dude that likes to fuck. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not doing no crazy. Like, I'd be watching these these dudes with these crazy positions and shit with their leg up and shit. That should be hurting wow. my back. I'd be like, bro, I ain't doing Whoa, all that. So you say you've done that and figured out that that shit hurts your back. Bro, I threw my back out two weeks ago doing some yo, regular shit. Yeah. Yeah. This is what we're here for for this so interview. So it's like, you know, it's like, it's just like, you know, uh, any anyone else who's doing entertainment, bro. Bro, you think rappers are really pulling triggers, bro? Like, you don't think that, bro, rappers are talking about, I mean, some of them are, you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's like, it's like, think Not about, me. think about rap, bro. Like, you think all these rappers are really trying to kill their ops and all this stuff. A lot of them, we all know they that they're really getting money and chilling, man. Once exactly, that money, bro, on, so once like, get that money, on, you be hating that you got ops, but you got ops, so it's still, you got to live that life. But at the end of the day. And, and some people are, you know what I mean? But it's like, j just like anything else, bro, it's like, bro, my job is to entertain people and like, bro, like my real passion in life is like recovery and helping people. Like this is what I do for fun, bro. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, and like the one thing is like, you don't see a lot of male porn stars that really even talk on podcasts. Yeah. A lot of these guys, but they just like fuck and go home and watch TV. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, like they're not like to them. They just want to fuck bitches and get a little bit of money. And if yeah. they could do that, like, bro, they fucking killed the whole goal of life. If you, but, if you, know? you, if you could fuck any celebrity, who would it be? Oprah. <laughs> Sure. That's the that's, that's the gigolo yeah. talking in hey, here. Yeah. That's, hey, that's hey, I'm trying to get that paper. <laughs> yeah, bro, it's you know what's trying you, to get a piece of step uh, piece of state. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> step bro. Oprah the, hit me up right I now. I know he bro. don't like Tyler Perry. <laughs> Oprah hit you up what? If Oprah hit me up right now, bro, I'll probably just never do porn again. I'll just stay at home and chill with her. Yeah. No, nah, but I mean, I, mean I, probably, I probably would never be like a retired house person, you know. Who wouldn't? I be popping out from time to yes, time, sir. but shit, I'm over here with with with, with the Oprah own network. We own over here. Do you want to have kids someday? Yeah, bro. So it's like, like, bro. I, honestly, I did like this uh, like group therapy course, mm -hmm. and I never wanted to have kids ever, bro. And I remember this guy was up there, and like, you had to like, we did this weird thing where you had like fake your funeral. And this one guy was like, bro, if you died today, like, what would your biggest regret be? And this dude was like, not leaving a legacy, not having kids. And when he said that, I was like, damn. Because, bro, I'm getting older now. I'm not like, I also like, bro, I don't want to do porn forever, bro. I don't want to be 49 years old, 50. No offense to anyone who does it. Like, I just don't, you know? Like, it's fun now. And, like, I enjoy doing it. But it's like, I'm thinking about, like, like maybe adopting one day. But like, I really take pride in, like, people who are good dads. Like, bro, I have some friends who are like, bro, they're really good dads, bro. So it's like when I see that, it's like knowing that you can impact someone's life so crazily just being a father is like crazy. It's right? cool. You know, yeah. do you yeah. guys got kids? You got kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You see my kids.
Yeah. Uh, and you never meet someone who has kids who was like, nah, bro, this shit was horrible. Actually, yeah, you, yeah, nah. Sometimes you do. But it's like most men are like, bro, like like it's, all my friends, like, bro, you need to have some it's kids. It's not fucking horrible at all. It's nah, just, people you know what I mean? It. You just cooling. You got I mean, it, You little, got somebody. Bro. Yeah, I got, that's one of them. I got one that's 14, too. Wow, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I got a grown asshole, too. Wow. She's crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. She is, but nah, that's my baby, but... Her little ass boy, but it's just you know what I tell people, bro. It's like, bro, you gotta be grateful they're not on drugs, bro, because it's like all the shit that I've seen. When I see parents complain about their kids, it's like, bro, the the phone calls that I've seen yeah. when your kids on drugs, bro, at fourteen years old, yeah, it's like, bro, I've seen people call me like, bro, like my daughter's walking the streets, and she comes from a good family, bro. She's on yeah. heroin. Like what the fuck? So it's like a lot of times people are like, oh my so, kid yeah. acts out. I'm like, like my 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 it can't kids be that bad, in the city know? where. It ain't, you know what I mean? It ain't too many hard drug mm-hmm. addicts that's yeah. in high school. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We not one of those, like, offset communities. But that's kind of why. But I keep it real with her. I've been keeping it real with her since she was yeah. like, that ain't what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You ain't want to, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you know what I'm like, saying? Like, like, I can keep saying it. She don't have to listen. But I'm like, yeah, it's no difference of what you live in now. Mm-hmm. Like, something else is giving you that same rush. Yeah. Whether it be food or whatever the case is, sure. like you're getting that same satisfaction right mm-hmm. now. You don't have to add something to where, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you just figure it out. Like something else will give you that rush. It doesn't For have sure. to, it doesn't take drugs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, bro, like nowadays with fentanyl, it's like, bro, I've had clients who, bro, they bought a bag of Coke and it was laced. Like who would put fentanyl on Coke? But they're doing it. They're bro. doing they're it at an all time high. It's, it's crazy, bro. It's, it's at an all time high. Whoever do cocaine, yeah, bro. It's, anything right now but like because pills. they don't know like yeah, if you bro. ain't yeah they don't know who's hitting that shit mm-hmm. you don't know what's going on and like yeah. anybody that's actually doing it like that mm-hmm. shit is fucked up yeah for like sure. you if you know that this is killing people why the fuck is you still making this <laughs> drug like you still stretching the coke with the fitting yeah i mean what? honestly bro i just think that that sells so it's, fast that like the people that die they just know it's going to be someone else in line so like they yeah, just don't yeah. care bro there's so much money to make fentanyl is so cheap bro it's like they don't care. That's what bro. I'm saying. It's cheaper. That's why yeah. they're cutting it with that shit. Yeah, bro. What, that's crazy. Look at that. Way cheaper. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. What do, like, what would you do on camera that you haven't done? Haven't done so far. And what would you do on camera that what would what wouldn't you do on camera that you yeah. do do off camera? Oh, uh, I do a lot of rough shit like off camera. So like one, it's like, bro, like a lot of times when I meet these girls, like to do a scene. Like, I don't really know them. So sometimes they're like, yeah, I'm okay with rough stuff. But, like, what does that really mean? Like, it's hard to really, like, you know, you yeah. want to get slapped in the face. You want to get yeah. choked. You want to get, like, yeah. spit on. Like, like yeah. how hard? Like, like what do you really, really? T- I don't like to do too much rough stuff on camera, bro. But, like, in my personal life, like, if I've gotten comfortable with somebody and, like, I know them. And, like, yeah. bro, I've had girls sign fucking whole contracts. Yeah. Yeah. I've had that shit in writing, bro. I, yeah. And, and I might record it for compliance. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I might yeah. I might record it just to be like, you can never say that I did some crazy shit to you that you weren't a participant in. Yeah. So it's like in my personal life, like um, like like girls always say like, oh, you're the real Fifty Shades of Grey because I was like this businessman who like had a bro, I had a dungeon in my house at one point. So it's like, yeah. Oh, better watch hey. it. I told you earlier. <laughs> I don't want you to get camera, bro. You know, I said this earlier. I'm like, bro, you, 
you reach it. Yeah, 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 I mean, it, 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 it's, it's called it a, was it's a called sex a, dungeon that, it's, it's that, 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 that people you were had agreeing. Yeah, consent forms to be down there. One thing about me is I do everything the right way. Oh, yeah. All right, cool, cool. And, bro, like, I do liability for a living, bro. Like, I know, like, I don't want no liability. Yeah. I'm not fucking with no crazy girl. Like, if I get a girl that's crazy, I'm like, bro, I had there's nothing toxic that turns me on. Yeah. I'm not interested in toxicity yeah. ever. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. you threaten me nah, or yeah, say something like crazy. Cool. Yeah, real yeah, shit. Bro. It's all bets are off is, at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. said no more than I've said yes, put it that way. Yeah. So a lot of people are like, oh, you do porn. I was like, bro, I say no more than I've said yes to women. Yeah. So it's like, I had a red room. And like, bro, a red room is basically like a room that's dedicated to sex. I'd have like a St. Andrew's cross, which is basically a cross that you would like tie yeah. a girl to or some yeah. shit. And it's like... Um, you had a sex bench. I had a sex bench. Yeah. Hey, Brick Baby knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had like a sex bench, bro. I had a I had a milking table. The milking table is crazy, yeah, bro. That sounds crazy. Yeah, the, you just lay flat and the girl just gets under there and there's like a hole in the table. And, and um, yeah, she goes, goes she goes to town. It. And it's like it's the most relaxing way to orgasm, bro. It's like you face down. Ain't nothing better than that. But um, uh, you know, like I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, Paul, <laughs> that sounds crazy. But the I know what you're talking about. Crazy, but no, ain't nothing gay about a milking table. The, no, 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 fuck no. That's oh, okay. it. I got what you were saying, but yeah. to the world, to these internet kids, oh yeah, face down, the best Feels orgasm yeah. sounds crazy. Like pause, but yeah, pause. yeah, 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 pause. yeah. <laughs> That's all I was saying. For it, sure. it wasn't nothing sure. like that. So what else is going on with you? Like, what 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 else so, do you have in store so for I, us? So man? I've been doing this podcast for years. I have a podcast called Hell Has an Exit. So it's like a recovery mental health podcast. So like the hardest part about like like me like doing this is like, at first I was like, oh, I'll just be like a Dan Bilzerian character who just like shoots guns and fucks bitches. But it's like, bro, that's really not me. Like, bro, if we hang out out of here. Five percent of my conversation is about porn. For sure. Like ninety nine percent of my conversation is like, bro, how you doing? Like, like what's going on with you? Like, I'm really interested in people, bro. And like, bro, if I served ice cream at fucking an ice cream parlor, I'd be like, oh, you know, fucking chocolate's a really good choice. You know what else is a good choice? Going to therapy. You know. So it's like, bro, I really am a mental health guy. It's like I, I want to help people. So it's like, for me, like just doing the adult entertainment stuff, like I just didn't feel like it was authentic. So it's like, I also have like the podcast called Hell Has an Exit where like I interview anybody who has a survivor story. So like, bro, I've done like wrongful conviction. I did uh, this guy, his name is Marty Tankliff. This man did 22 years in prison for killing his parents and he was innocent. He got out of prison, became an attorney, sued the city and the state and won. And uh, he's an attorney now. And it's like, I've done uh, another guy, John Huffington. He did like 15 years in prison. He was innocent. Um, I've done Holocaust survivors and I've probably done like 120 like addicts, yeah. you know, like anyone who has a, a cool story. And to me, it's like, bro, like I don't make no money doing that. Like that shit cost me money. I probably spent like 200 grand doing that podcast. It don't make no money, but like, bro, it helps so many people. And it's like, to me, it's like, like, that's like my big passion. But yeah. um, I want to start like a real entertainment company. So like, bro, I'm talent. Like I make my own videos, but eventually, bro, like I want to have like a whole company uh, like a real company that does like all different types of videos where I'm not the talent. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, that'd be the best way to go about it. Yes, sir. Yeah. But I mean, you can't be afraid to sign talent. Everything that comes through the door, you yeah. to, you just you just sign them in because you never know who's going to be the next to blow. She might suck 
suck some dick one way the next sure. day and be a viral bitch. You for know what sure, I'm bro. I've met a bro. I've met a, I've, I've shot a lot of. So I've been doing this for five years, bro. There's girls that I did their second video, and I remember I would meet them and be like, "This girl ain't never gonna make it." And bro, she's one of the biggest girls right now. For sure. You know, bro, I did her second video ever, bro. When she came in, she was nervous. She ain't had no tits. She was a little chubby. She you know, decided. Whatever. I mean, at the time, I was just doing porn. That's you know what, what I was mean? saying. But it's like, um, you know, it's like people always like, like to me, like that's cooler than doing the porn <laughs> because it's like it was interesting to see her career take off yeah. when there were so many other girls that I thought would take off. And it's like you really don't know who, like with rap, did bro. You, you don't the, know. Did you, yeah, you never know. Did you? Ever, She's my good friend now. You know, she's my good friend, so it's still cool. Did you ever put the video back out? Put some more money. Yeah, is it starting to pick up now? Or is uh, that no, one of the videos actually, that were deleted? No, I dropped the video with her. She's actually in the video where I did uh, a three-girl triple blowjob on a private jet. It's called you know, Triple BJ on a PJ. Yeah, it's pretty fire, It's pretty fire. So it's like uh, I I did a video with her. That one has like a couple million views, like over X videos and Pornhub and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's um, you know, like that's what I want to do. I want to do adult entertainment, but I also want to be myself. Understandable, understandable. I mean, you got the cars, you got the cribs, you got the, you know what I'm saying, you got everything, man. You know what I'm saying, your career is obviously going in the right way, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. But do you feel like you don't get the notoriety you should? I mean, bro, no. Because I just started, bro. So it's like, even though I've been doing porn for five years, I just started putting out videos like five months ago. Oh, So it's like, bro, I just shot with one of the biggest girls in porn ever. So for me to shoot with one of the biggest girls in porn after doing it for five months... To me, like, I'm getting, bro, I'm a no jumper right now. What are we talking about, yeah, bro? Like, that's come what on. I say. So it's like, bro, to me, bro, when I was doing this for five years, bro, I would be driving to work being like, one day I'm going to be on no jumper. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, bro, I, I've been dreaming about this, yeah. bro. So, like, that's the, crazy. the fact crazy. that I'm actually here, bro, bro, you know you know how many things have to work? Bro, it's not easy to get on this show. Y'all motherfuckers don't interview everybody. Nah, so it's like, hell so nah. it's like, bro, like, the fact that I'm on here at month five, I thought this would be, like, year two, year three to even be able to come on No Jumper. Yeah. So the fact that I'm here, bro, is, like, me, like, honestly, bro, like, my higher power, like, the universe telling me, like, bro, you, you have, you're onto something. The streets you know? leaked something about you. You hey. got something with penthouse or some shit going yeah, on, yeah, yeah. man. You know what I'm I can't man. really talk too much. But, I know, man. But it's, but. like, bro, honestly, like, when I used to do drugs, people would be like, bro, how did you find crack? And yeah. I'm like, bro, that shit finds me. Yeah. And it's like, even with business, bro, like my business partners, people be like, how did you find these people? I was like, bro, they just find me. Like, yeah, bro. Like, people that's, see that's me. That's the energy. Like, people the like me, bro. That's, you know, yeah, like, yeah. people are like, yo, like, he's just a likable guy, you know? And honestly, it's because I have positive motives, bro. Like, when I meet people, I ain't trying to, like, get nothing from them. So it's like, um, when I started to do porn full time, bro, mad people came out and were like, yo, I got to connect with this person. And I'd be like, bro, I didn't even know you were in the porn industry. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just like the rehab shit. When I started to do rehab, everybody was like, yo, I'm going to put you in with my boy who does leads. I'm going to put you in with my boy who who knows all like the like the clinical yeah. people or whatever. And like, I can help you uh, with the leases or I'm going to help you with billing. or I'm going to yeah. show you how to do like all your forms and shit on Kipu. Yeah. And it's like, um, bro, when I started to do porn, bro, people... Like, not, not for nothing, bro. But like, there are people who really believe in me, bro. Yeah. And they were like, yo, bro. Even, even like, some of my closest friends, they were like, yo, bro, I don't need... Some of my closest friends don't even, like, approve of porn. Yeah. And they were like, bro, but if you're doing it, I know you're going to do it the right way, and you're going to make the industry better. Yeah. Hell, yeah. That's so, dope, bro. So, hell, yeah. You got any yeah. big names coming up, or you can't speak on it? Um, <laughs> September 18th, I'm shooting with CJ Miles. 
So that's pretty cool. I don't know if you know who she is, but she's one of the biggest girls right now, bro. It's yeah. crazy. Oh, and yeah, honestly, yeah. bro, like, like when I, when I started doing porn, I was like, oh, man, I'll probably never shoot with her. Like, like this will never, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, bro, to be like five months in and to be shooting with CJ Miles, it's like, to me, it's like, it's crazy, bro. You know? Yep. Well, there you have it, man. The first time hey, he comes you, out the mask, you, man. You, you, you already we know. You, man. It's the boy it, Teddy Tarantino, man, and my <laughs> boy Sharp, man. We in the motherfucking building. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. Jumper, the coolest podcast in the world, man. Shoot us out. Hey, Shoot us out you. the motherfucking gym. You know the truth.